Welcome to Beyond the Status Quo, where healthcare brands come to dominate. So today is our first, first episode, and I have a special guest from Houston, Texas. Uh, her name is Elle Pearson. We are walls apart. Uh, she's from Houston, Texas. I'm from South Africa, Johannesburg. So we are connecting uh, via the internet. So it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful um, podcast today. And I really, really, actually, I know that you're going to enjoy it, especially when you are a healthcare professional. So Elle, just give us a two-second version of who you are, what you do, what are your true passions, and so on. Yes. Wow. I don't know if I can do it in two seconds, Max, but I'm definitely <laughs> going to try. <laughs> so hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Elle, and I am a healthcare nursing leader, previous healthcare nursing leader, now healthcare consultant, and I'm the owner of the Reputation Advisors. And uh, my passion is really all about um, patient experience and brand experience and how we can just create better human to human interactions. And, um, you know, it's interesting that she would ask, you know, what are my passions? And at the end of the day, like how we treat people makes it, it means a lot to me. And so it's a passion that's turned into a business opportunity. Um, I feel like if we lead with kindness, my gosh, we could change the world. So if we could change the world, we can also change our businesses by just being kind. And so um, that's one of my life philosophies. Um, it's afforded me so many great things. I mean, just to put on a smile, right? <laughs> you know, so many people are yearning for connections. Mm. And I found it to be very powerful in my previous, in my previous role as a nursing leader. Yeah. You know, I was called on Mac to put out fire. So anytime mm. there was a complaint, they would call me because I can always make that situation better. And so looking at the big picture, that's mm -hmm. how I live my everyday life. Just leading with kindness, which turns into, at the end of the day, like a huge opportunity in business mm -hmm. because so mm -hmm. many people just don't know how to include kindness in their business model. <laughs> so that's a little bit about me um, but yeah as you mentioned I'm in Houston and yeah just here to help and to serve yeah it's amazing it's amazing um you so you you I understand that you are in the business of brand experience and um I understand that um how you brand yourself determines the quality of your excellence especially when you are a healthcare provider 20 to 10 years back you know, um, a healthcare uh, professional could get a building, um, start a business, and they would be successful, but that business model is dead. And uh, today you need influence. Today you need to give patients and your, your business community an experience. So what do you have to say about that? Ooh, another loaded but good question. <laughs> you know, brand experience yeah. is, it's, it's nothing that's new. Uh, brand experience has been a while, it's been around for quite some time, but now we're starting to pay more attention to brand experience as a leader and as an organization. Um, but when I, you know, when you think about brand experience, you yeah. really want to think about um, the entire journey and experience with your brand, your personal brand, mm -hmm. um, as well as your organizational brand. And I tell my clients all the time, Mac, 
you know, you can work on the brand of your, your company, but it starts with you. Mm -hmm. um, it's mm -hmm. about your reputation. It's about the patient consumer because patients are consumers, right? Yeah. It's about the patient consumer having trust and loyalty to you and also to your brand. So, you know, I tell anyone who's interested in learning more, mm. you know, to really understand brand experience, think about the patient consumer, think about you, how do you interact and engage with um, any, any kind of um, brand that you are about to invest in? Normally mm. that starts online. So from the very beginning of when that patient consumer finds you, how yeah. do they feel? Yeah. Do they feel welcome? Do they feel acknowledged? Do they feel like you are a resource before they even reach out to you? And from every single contact point and touch point, even until after that transaction, like what are they experiencing after the mm -hmm. fact? So it's truly um, an evolution and really a process to building your own brand as a thought leader, as a healthcare uh -huh. professional. So if you are a doctor, you have to think about, does the community trust me? Mm. Um, and how can you build trust? Well, you build trust by building thought leadership. So mm. a lot of the problem, and you may notice this, Mac, is, you know, at least here in the States, we hear a lot about false information on the internet. Mm. Well, mm. as a branded physician, are you speaking up for the community and sharing resources so there is not false information? Like, mm. you should be that first go-to. Um, and then once that patient consumer trusts you, they can now trust your brand. Jeez. So brand experience, you know, it's so deep and rich in different components. Again, it's, it's about brand aesthetics. It's about brand trust, brand loyalty, brand reputation. Mm -hmm. um, marketing is a part of it. It's a yeah. whole experience. So it's so deep. That's why I said it's a loaded question. <laughs> but before you build brand experience, you really have to understand and reflect on your personal brand as a healthcare leader and provider. Like it starts with you. It is true. I mean, um, now um, patients are, are smarter than before. I mean, before, before a patient makes a buying decision, they look at your reviews. And your reviews say a lot about you as a personal brand. So meaning that a review is much more powerful than what you say on the website. So what is minor and what is major? What is minor is um, when a patient calls you. What is minor is when your patient sees your ad. What is minor is when your patient sees your content. What is major is that it's the presence you have with the patient, which then now gives them a deeper connection with your brand. So as a medical professional, as a doctor, as a nurse, and as somebody who's um, fresh out from med school, how do I build a brand from the ground up as a medical professional? Yes, yes. I want to take a step back also, okay. Mac. I'm going to answer your question. Um, but also when you mentioned reviews, yeah. a lot of times, and I'm going to just share this as a tip because you know, a lot of physicians who have their own practices and even larger, you know, medical organizations are oftentimes hesitant to respond. Yeah. But you always want to make sure that you are building a audit trail where you're responding to all of those reviews. That's also a part of brand experience, because if you think about it, you have eyeballs all the time on your brand. Um, your reviews are an extension of your brand reputation. And so you wanna make 
sure that even if you can't um, uphold or satisfy every single patient, because let's be honest, in business, you're not going to make everybody happy, yeah. but you can at least create a trail of compassion to where other people can read your responses and at least be moved by the fact that, wow, mm -hmm. this physician or this uh, medical center really cares about yeah. resolving the issues. They really care about making it better. So I think that's a huge um, point that people miss often mm -hmm. when it comes to review. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, but to answer your question, Mac, in regards to, you know, how can you build your um, brand as a healthcare provider, a leader, you know, really one of the first things is to become, you know, aware of what do you want to be known for? Yeah. So it's really about self-reflecting and thinking, okay, when I leave this earth, what is the legacy that I leave behind? Not just with family and friends, but also with the community. So once you have a strong understanding of what you want to be known for, you have so many platforms to be known for that. Like now is the time to really like build your digital presence and, and really take embark on your digital footprint. And yeah. so that could mean um, a LinkedIn page, an Instagram page, a Facebook page where you're sharing your thought leadership and tips and making videos. Like think about YouTube where people are looking for information as a healthcare leader, you know that you can also share trusted information by building your own channel, speaking on stages, writing books and writing articles. Um, essentially, there's so many different tactical approaches, but really the first step is identifying what do I want to be known for? Mm -hmm. And once you know that, it's really about sharing it with those around you and then sharing it with the community. Like that's how you build loyalty. Yeah. Um, it's not about, you can be great and have all these degrees, but if you're not sharing your greatness with the world, who is going to know that you are great? <laughs> so really it starts there. Yeah. Yeah. True. And, and just to add on, when you talk about uh, loyalty, um, we know that a, like a, a loyal, a loyal patient is, is much more important than a new patient. Uh, because you have built that deep relationship with the patient. And um, I remember when, when, when we started talking um, on, on Facebook, uh, the, 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 one of the first things we talked about was um, like a patient-doctor relationship is more powerful than a transaction. And we also said that doctors need to know their patients. Doctors don't need to know a lot about branding or they, they don't need to know a lot about marketing, but uh, understanding who their patients are is the only branding that they need to know. Understanding who their patients are is the only marketing they need to know. So how important is it for a doctor to know and understand their patient so that they can create that loyalty we are talking about? Yes. Yes, that's such a good question. And um, relationships are everything. Mm. Relationships are everything. I think so many times we get caught up in the acquisition process, right? Yeah. Acquiring more patients. Um, but at the end of the day, if you truly build a lasting relationship, which mm. is a part of brand experience, it's really about brand trust and brand affinity. As I mentioned, there's so many components yeah. to brand experience. 
Um, but if you think about, um, you know, when does the patient first um, have an interaction with the hospital? Well, newborns are born at typically healthcare organizations, yeah. right? Um, that's that first experience from infancy. And so if you really think about it, that infant can be a long-term patient until the end of their lifespan with an organization. So they can go from infancy. I mean, like how many years is that? That could be 80 plus to a hundred years where you Mm -hmm. have a dedicated loyal clientele. Um, But it's, it's about knowing them, understanding their needs, keeping in contact with them. Um, Mm -hmm. How many times have you purchased something? And then once you made that purchase, that company never reached out to you again. And so typically when it comes to healthcare, a lot of healthcare organizations aren't in tune to various marketing campaigns that help build the relationship. And so I would encourage everyone to think about, you know, how would you like to be treated? Sometimes we have to take a step back and not think about additional marketing strategies, but think yeah. about how do I want to be treated? Um, my daughter's dentist, my gosh, they are amazing. They send her birthday cards. They send me text messages with reminders. Um, all of these things to make me feel important. During the pandemic, they've reached out just to say, you know, how are you doing, Alyssa and mom and family? So those are the types of things that build loyalty. And for that, we have a strong relationship. And when you think about acquisition, now that dentist will save money because I'm going to refer. She doesn't have to go out and spend thousands and millions on marketing campaigns because anytime I have a friend or a family member or even a colleague that asks about, hey, is there a dentist you can refer? I can say, you know what? I'm going to refer you to Bunker Hill Pediatrics because they take very good care of us from a from a standpoint of caring for my daughter's teeth and as far as making sure that we're nurtured even when we are not at the dentist's office. Yeah. So it's really about the journey. Um it's brand experience is about relationship experience. Right. It's just human to human interactions and the more you can think about how would I want to be treated? Like that's how you build trust and lo- like forever loyalty. Yes. Yes. That, that's, that's it's that so, simple. It's that simple. <laughs> and so powerful. It's like the basics of the basics. So now you, you would um, ask yourself, because um, most of the time as um, healthcare professionals, we want more, you know, more patients, um, more business, more sales, more re- revenue. But uh, I think the question that we should be asking ourselves is, why do we want more? I mean, uh, marketing is the acquisition that we're talking about, but brand experience is keeping them. So if you don't master the art of brand experience, why do you have to acquire so much if you're going to lose them anyway? Brand experience is the ability to keep them and keep the relationship going. Um, Any remarks on that? You know, I, you know, you said it, you said it perfectly. Mm. You know, what are you doing? And a lot of times when I have conversations with anyone who's interested in working with me, um, you know, I ask them key questions in regards to, you know, like, what are you doing right now to make sure that you retain? That's the key word, retainment. Mm. No one thinks about retainment. Um, and, And it's all about making people feel as though 
they are acknowledged and heard. Yeah. So you said everything perfectly. Um, the only thing I would add to that is, you know, and I continue to say this, really ask yourself, how would I want to be treated? Mm. And some companies that really stand out who are not even in healthcare, Mac, I'm quite sure you probably don't have a Chick-fil-A where you're located. <laughs> but if you've ever if you've ever heard of Chick-fil-A, it's it's a um a, a fast food restaurant here in yeah. the States. But my gosh, they have the greatest experience ever. I mean, from you know, when you first arrive and they say my pleasure when they're done with the transaction. And they also, if you sign up for their texting uh, campaign, they send you messages all the time. They send you freebies all the time. So, you know, even if you don't eat fast food, you're like, I just want to go there for the experience. Mm -hmm. And so do your clients feel the same about you? Do they just want to, you know, do they feel good just hearing from you? And I think right now during these times, uh, people are yearning for interactions. So this is the best time to really, and here's what I call it, implement not just a brand experience campaign, but implement a relationship campaign. Mm -hmm. Like that's what it, that's what it should be called a relationship campaign. (laughs) A relationship campaign. I like that so much. Uh, Now, now, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, just um, adding on what you're saying. Um, you're saying that now is the right time for healthcare professionals to make those meaningful connections. So what about um, the the professionals who are a bit laid back and they are on the defense, um, waiting for things to change, waiting for the pandemic to pass? What about them? You know, there is oftentimes opportunity and crisis situations. If you wait, it may be too late. So that's something that I think we all need to lean into. When people need you is when you need to show up, not after the fact, because that's going to be implanted in my mind. If there is someone who reaches out to me after the fact, um, now that everything is back to normal, if it ever will be back to normal, we don't know. Hmm. But if that ever does happen, I'm going to be mindful because I am also a patient consumer, right? I'm a business owner, but I also invest in medical services. I know who has reached out to me during these times. Mm -hmm. I know the emails that I've received from CEOs saying, just checking in on you and the family. Um, As a matter of, of a matter of fact, I recently made a video about my insurance provider. I won't share their name, but Mm -hmm. they sent me a PPE kit in the mail with a mask and just information about COVID and how to keep the family safe. There is no one else who received a PPE kit from their insurance carriers. Mm. So when it's time for re-enrollment, I know who I'm going to be loyal to, right? They didn't wait till after the pandemic. They reached out to me right now. So there should be urgency with you reaching out to people when they need you. Not when everything is back to normal, but when they need you the most. And at the end of the day, you know, I went into healthcare because I really did, um, you know, care about the well-being of others. So if you are a healthcare professional and you truly went into this because you care about the well-being of others, then I think it's about being selfless 
when you reach out during these times. Because if the only time that you're reaching out is when things are okay and you see opportunity and making more money, I would question if you're in the right profession, Mac. Wow, that's the. That's and that's me being completely honest. True, true. We have to be brutally honest. That's so amazing. So amazing that I cannot minus or add on what you have said. But just to to give you a touch and um, a proof of value. Uh, last year, just when the pandemic was in the middle, when we were in mid-pandemic 2020, I went to a doctor. He's one of the most uh, renowned doctors here in SA. So what was interesting was not his main business activity, the care that he gave me, but it was the care that he gave me. You know, when somebody says that what comes from the heart falls straight into the heart, they were not concerned about my health alone, but they were concerned about my overall well-being, my mental health, my, 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 my spiritual health. This gentleman gave me advice of the ages. He said, look, um, Mac, um, I, I can see what you're doing. Uh, we're probably meeting for the first time, but I know a little bit about you. So just, just keep on doing, just keep on moving. And after uh, the consultation, I just you know, went to the uh, internet, I checked around for him and it, it's, it's the same, it's consistent. That's what he does for his patients. It's not only me, that's his nature. His patients love him for that reason, connecting deeply with the patients beyond medical care. So whoever is listening to this podcast, if you are a medical profession, please, please, please take heed of Elle's advice. You have to connect. And Elle, I'm now interested in your business and some of the ideas you have implemented to your clients that have revolutionized their brands. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, you know, well, now, first of all, that's an amazing experience. You mm-hmm. said some some key things that really resonated with me. Um, deep connections, consistency. Um, all those things are a part of uh, building out a brand experience that creates loyal clientele. So um, I'm so fortunate that you were able to, pr- to find a provider who you can now have a forever relationship mm-hmm. with. Um, that's something that you don't find often, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as the services that we provide, you know, uh, we you know work with leaders from healthcare, large healthcare organizations who are leaders to physicians that run urgent cares mm-hmm. and freestanding emergency um, clinics. We work with everybody in healthcare. Uh, but at the end of the day, every client needs something different. Yeah. And so it could be working on that brand leadership for that executive who does not have um, the loyalty of their employees or the community. So helping them build out their brand leadership, or it could be, you know, a hospital system who's trying to improve their patient experience, but Mm -hmm. in the online world. So we're helping them with digital chat and having a patient navigator on their website. And so there's so many different things that we do, but at the end of the day, we always make sure that every single touch point a patient consumer has Mm -hmm. from the beginning of the journey 
until they leave and walk out of your door, they continue to have a great experience. And so um, you've asked some great questions. That's another great question, but normally we tailor and customize what we do um, yeah. for every client that we work with. So whether it's taking over, if they don't have a patient experience or brand experience team, we do a lot of that because unfortunately due to the pandemic, um, a lot of the key leaders that that led brand experience and patient experience initiatives have been have been for load. Yeah. And so for that reason, you now have my consulting agency, which we can still, you know, take over that aspect of business mm -hmm. for the companies we work with to make sure that patients are still being cared for and nurtured. And mm -hmm. they have a really great uh, experience when they when they go to the doctor or to the hospital. Yeah. That, that, that's so amazing. There's something that I admire when you talk about yourself. Basically, when you talk about your profession, you always put in the patient first. It's 80% about the patient and 20% about yourself. Now, you understand one key ingredient in the medical brand experience success. It's the brand is designed for the patient and not necessarily for the medical practice. So I want you to educate us a bit on that uh, before we, we close. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and I think this really goes back to a key point that I brought up earlier in the conversation. You know, sometimes we have to take ourselves out of the equation yeah. and put others before us. So if anyone is in the healthcare industry, one of the first assumptions that I have is that you are selfless. Mm. And what that means to me is that you do put the safety and the well-being and the health of others oftentimes before yourself. And, you know, I know for a fact that when I was at the bedside as a nurse, and then when I um, took on other roles in leadership, I always asked myself with every interaction, how would I want someone to treat me if I was in the same situation? Yeah. How would I want someone to treat my mother, my father, my daughter, my husband in the same situation? Every single interaction is a brand experience. And so I always was selfless thinking about the patient and then secondly, thinking about how every single word that comes out of my mouth is going to have an impact on the brand reputation of the organization that I'm a part of and mm. now my company. And so, you know, a lot when we think about brand experience, because it's so deep and rich in information, mm. it can be a lot to consume initially. Mm. But at the end mm. of the day, it's about being selfless and treating others how you want to be treated, period. Mm. And a lot of that is not just how you're treating people when they're in your facility, but a lot of it now, Mac, is in the online space. Ooh. And so I would encourage anyone to really think about their, you know, do you have best practices in place around the digital brand experience? Because yeah. patients are, they're not just doing reviews, but they have forums, they're on Facebook, um, they're everywhere and they're looking at you. They're on YouTube. Um, they're on TikTok. They're everywhere. And so I really, you know, want to encourage people to look into the word omni-channel. So mm -hmm. I like to share with my clients, there's omni-channel brand experience that you need to be aware of. Mm -hmm. So anywhere your patients are, you need to be there too. Yeah, you need to yeah. be a part of the conversation. 
So those are just some key takeaways as we end our conversation, because so many people in healthcare take a, um, a reactive approach, Mac. Yeah. They never take a proactive approach. And I think that's something that essentially needs to change if you truly do care about patients as much as we typically say we do. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I like it when you say that you have to be where your patients are. You have to fish where there is fish. You have to draw where there is supply. Just one last question before I let you go, because I feel like you've touched on something very, very important. Um, what are your three top golden nuggets for online brand experience or for online personal branding? Yeah, absolutely. Um, number one, it's really knowing who your patient consumer is. And, you know, there's pediatricians, there's dentists. We should all know exactly who they are and where they congregate online. Mm. And so, as I mentioned before, also in healthcare, we're normally the, the last industry, Mac, for whatever reason, to implement certain business tactics and yeah, strategies. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's like, Wherever your patient consumers are, like first understand them and their needs and where mm -hmm. they're located. And the second thing is what the second thing I would advise anyone to do is when you know your demographic of patients very well, you also need to be on those same platforms. Mm -hmm. And then also make sure that you claim your digital footprint on those platforms platforms. And it's always amazing to me, something as simple as Facebook groups, right? Um, you would think, oh, there's Facebook groups everywhere. But when have you seen, you know, a provider with a Facebook group only for, you know, their, their patients to find information that's accurate and, you know, be a resource to them. Something as simple as that you don't see very much of. Mm -hmm. um, or even bots on the Facebook page. I mean, there's so many different ways that you can improve the brand experience, but something as simple as claiming your digital presence, finding mm -hmm. out where your patients are, placing yourself there. And the last thing I would give advice to is once you've identified where your patients are online, you've claimed your digital footprint platform. Now you need to either have a process or someone on your team dedicated to making sure that yeah. they're engaging. That's another key word, engagement, engage with those patients on those platforms, have conversations with them. Um, there's a really great plastic surgeon um, here in Houston. And that's all that you see. He posts uh, pictures like before and after results. But mm. in the comments, people are now curious. Patients are interested. They ask questions and he has a dedicated team member that responds. So just imagine this very busy surgeon um, that you've admired for some time. And you're thinking you're going to put a question out there because most times with companies, you'll post a question post a comment or feedback, no one responds, but he does. Um, that's something that we also do on the behalf of our clients, but it makes patients feel engaged. So when you think about that relationship, that's how you convert and that's how you create loyalty. You show up, you build your, your digital footprint, and then you engage. So those would be my top three tips for building your brand experience in the digital space. Wow, wow. You know, for, you know for, for, for a first episode, this is so much. There's so much um, value in what, we ha in, in what we have to say. And 
everything you said, you know, from, from point A to point Z, I mean, it's, it's much more worth than a university program. I mean, you don't, you don't get these anywhere. You don't get this type of information anywhere. You can't get it in the university. You can't get it in the textbooks. So you have to live and experience this type of information. You have to be it. So uh, with that being said, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. If I had an ocean of words, I would pour them down to Texas. You don't know how happy I am and how appreciative I am for you to be my first, first guest in Beyond the Stethoscope. Yes. Well, I appreciate you back so much and feel free to reach out to me anytime. I'm always available to be a resource. Thank you. And uh, before I let you go, uh, how, how do we access you? What are your handles? How do we do business with you? Okay. I'm going to make that better. Here's how you build a relationship with me because my clients aren't just clients. Yeah. Um, I like to build relationships with them. So we're partners in brand experience. Mm -hmm. um, but you can always visit the reputation advisors.com. And I am very active on LinkedIn. So you can go to LinkedIn and look for L E L L E Pearson P I E R S O N. Just search for me there. And um, let me know that you'd be interested in connecting and I'll be happy to make you a video with some tips or share some resources.